0: I'll be carving you up for what sick and I stay hungry Hey baby, I'm just a fast start And I'm time for some action Sick and here trying to wreck this up. I need a love reaction Come on now baby, give me to me. fire Even if we the dark in
1: Laguna Beach. This is Craig on Rainbow Radio, and it is a beautiful day in Laguna Beach. There is so much going on, so much going on, and so much to get to here, uh, and I am happy to be in Laguna Beach. Uh, it, first of all, that all important thing—the weather. It's supposed to be 66 degrees today and partly cloudy, uh, but it, it's gonna—it's already less than less than. It's already a beautiful day here in Laguna Beach, so. Um, What what can I say? And the the rest of the week, starting tomorrow, it's sunny, 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 sunny. We have almost 10 days of sun coming up here. Highs in the 70s, mid-70s. Summer is here, folks. No June gloom for us here. But uh, most importantly, the day, if you're in Laguna Beach or nearby Laguna Beach, the whole day is full of fun things going on. Starting at noon, so you still have some time for a leisurely breakfast and to relax here with Craig on KXFM 104.7, Laguna Beach uh, Homecrafted Radio, um, the one and only, and uh, start uh, at noon with the Fete de Musique, which I know Bill Atkins has told me many times about what it's all about, but it's, it's free music in the city. And it's on—it's downtown, kind of focused downtown, and free music at every street corner. You just—you wander around, have a little food. It's um, where the cobblestone is being removed. I guess it's being removed downtown on the on Main Beach, but it starts in that area where it was, I suppose, if they haven't already removed it. But what is referred to as the cobblestone area, and it uh, goes Forest Avenue, uh, Ocean Avenue. I think up to uh, the Farmer's Market area and around, and it starts at noon and goes on till four. So that's the primer. But at four o'clock at the Laguna Art Museum is a uh, celebration of pride. After all, this is Pride Month here in the United States of America. And as we have probably noticed on the media, it is, uh, it is around the world uh, as well, but particularly, I don't know, it was celebrated in every corner of the world, but it certainly is uh, around the world. And um, here in the good old U.S. of A, uh, it is certainly celebrated here in Laguna Beach, and there is an event at the Laguna Art Museum. And it is a celebration of the history and the culture in Laguna Beach, and it is a celebration. It starts off with a panel that examines the history of Laguna Beach, uh, with uh, four panelists, and uh, it's spearheaded with a moderator who has been very uh, proactive in the in the community, Chris Tibbet. And uh, the the event goes on for the the panel goes on for just about an hour, and, and ends with some question um, question and answer session. But then the party starts and goes on with music and and. There's no admission charge, and there is free light bites and free beverages. That goes on till about eight o'clock in this celebratory fashion that only can happen in Laguna Beach. and And as we know it, it's kind of a thank you, a give back to the community, and it should be a, a grand affair, a lot of fun. Uh, I encourage anyone who wants to attend to wear your pride colors and be prideful. and um, in, in light of what's going on around the world in so many corners, that is less than prideful, um, we're we're blessed here in Laguna Beach uh, with the support of the community, and and as uh, caring as the community is, we I don't know what to say. I get, I I, uh, I just say thank you. It's it's a great place to be. And so that is, uh, goes on till eight. So that takes care of the day. And then after that, then you go out to dinner in downtown and patronize the local establishments, particularly on Forest Avenue. There's lots of rainbow colors uh, downtown, flags. Um, and in fact, City Hall has a flag flying high, high above the city, a rainbow flag. The flag, I don't, I, I hate it when people say it's, uh, the gay rainbow flag i i call it the flag of diversity and acceptance and and uh that's not just diversity of, of gayness it's diversity of culture diversity of uh ethnic backgrounds it's it's diversity in every sense of the word and it's it's embracing uh and celebrating the diversity that makes the world a wonderful place and um I'm unanimous in that, (laughs) as Dame Edna, you would always say. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So I want to thank uh, Mike Johnson and Chris Tibbet, who have been sponsors here for Rainbow Radio for a a great long time. I also want to announce that I'm going to do a takeover on the station on the 21st at 4 o'clock. And who might be I taking over the station with? Who might that be? Dave Hanson, H-A-N-S-O-N. And who is Dave Hansen? Well, he—if you—if you live under a rock, you—you you might not know. But there is a new, uh, a new, I guess, media uh, source in town, and it's called Under Laguna, and it's similar to Stu News and uh, the Pilot or uh, the Independent News all of those other kind of publications. He was a staff writer for many years for Firebrand Media and for the LA Times. And he's on his own now with a, under Laguna, kind of a more of an um, avant-garde, I guess alternative perspective might be a good way to characterize it, on Laguna and uh, a, a new voice in the community. And he has a lot to say. Not necessarily everyone agrees with what he has to say, but that's what makes it interesting, I suppose. So everyone has an opinion, and certainly Dave has his, and he has uh, his publication. I know he waxes on about hamburgers sometimes, and then he waxes on about uh, the vacant storefronts. So he he touches on many topics, including city council <laughs> and some processes within the city. And including art and many many things that are near and dear to everyone in the community. It's worth it's worth looking up and uh, it's probably worth tuning in uh, with when we take over the station. And what uh, I said, I said we're gonna we're gonna take hostage <laughs> of the station and have a provocative fun uh, time. I've, so and that is on the 21st again at four o'clock here. Craig Cooley, yours truly, we'll, with Rainbow Radio, we'll be here with Dave Henson, and we'll be doing our best to shake things up here in Laguna Beach um, in a nice way, you know, not in a hostile manner, but in a nice way, uh, perk up everyone's ears a little bit, so um, I'm looking forward to that. That's this coming week, in fact, so um, you can check it out, go to, go to the our website for um KXFM, and uh, we're we're there under under uh, the takeover program. It's a once a year program where we uh, do our best to sustain the health financial health of KXFM 104.7, and certainly contributions from the community are terribly important, and they're very much appreciated. I can't go on enough about that. <laughs> yes, so. That's my early morning announcements. Um, So there is a lot to do here in Laguna Beach today. Don't stay home. (laughs) Get out. Get about. um, uh, Make a day of it. You could just tell every put everyone on notice uh, that you're going to spend the entire day in Laguna Beach, uh, and uh, have you could have breakfast, lunch, and dinner you could get culturally inspired with with music culturally inspired with culture <laughs> and retire home late evening exhausted and full of everything <laughs> but but and that's not a bad thing <laughs> so so there you go well i've uh i'm really i'm really full of it today <laughs> so we'll take a short music break and we'll be back with uh uh, this week in history, I believe, which it's, is not a bad thing. Boy, that was a flash from the past with boy george and a remake of do you really want to hurt me and i hope not <laughs> anyway um this craig rainbow radio here kxfm 104.7 bright early in the morning i have gotta go on a little bit more about this event today at four o'clock and again it's free and there's food and and it, it just should it should go should be fun it's a bringing together of um, Uh, of what's going on in the community. Uh, The panel is going to discuss everything from gay artists to gay and LGBT culture through the years here in Laguna Beach. Um, Many may not realize this, but um, when Laguna Beach really got its start, it was an artist colony uh, in the 50s and 60s. It was kind of a retreat from L.A. and I suppose San Diego, but it was a place where um, people could go to have some – freedom uh, and, uh, from an escape, I guess. And the canyon kind of protected it. It was difficult to get through the canyon. The road was narrow and not well traveled and it was kind of protected. And so with that it became kind of an artist colony and kind of, um, kind of a real free spirited community. And it was notorious for that and became kind of a protected area and uh, a lot of free expression. And with that, it grew and, and it became uh, very well known uh, for, in the gay circles, uh, the LGBTQ circles. And from then it grew into the 60s and 70s as a very popular gay destination and thrived uh, into the 80s and 90s uh, uh, hugely. Um, uh, one of The beach here, West Street Beach, became a very popular destination as a, a gay beach and still is to this day. Um, Laguna Beach Pride is working hard to get a lifeguard tower with rainbow colors on on it with a plaque that designates it as uh, its history and recognizes it as um, historically as a very fun, welcoming, um, non-prejudice, <laughs> open and diverse beach. And so uh, I'm kind of spearheading that myself, actually, I, I will say. And it's been an interesting process so far. I could go on about that on 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 its own but I won't hear right today. I just want to encourage everyone because these and many things will be discussed at this panel today at four o'clock at the Laguna Art Museum and then those who may not be so interested in that there's also the celebration to follow and again it's free just show up over there at the Laguna Art Museum and uh meet many people (coughs) that I may uh support and share the same feelings about um, diversity and the power of diversity in this wonderful community of ours. And there's be, there'll be music and food and free, um, I guess, free, free everything, <clears throat> free spirit, a lot of that too. Wear your colors and, and show up. Be present. It's all good. A, a topic, <clears throat> excuse me, I have something I want to say. Imagine that. <laughs> in the process of putting this event on, I had the opportunity to um, present it to some media outlets. And and one of them, well, two of them actually solicited input from me. And one is uh, for an article that's going to come out in the LA Times in the next uh, week or so. And uh, the question was put to me because of are lacking, and see, I guess I could say it's the elephant in the room. Laguna Beach does no longer really has a real gay bar or LGBTQ bar. And for many years we had uh we're thrived with three or four. Uh I know for a time we had four uh, uh clubs and we had at least three restaurants and uh there's various reasons why they've disappeared, and uh, some were unfortunate and some were, uh, are, were good. Um, some of the unfortunate ones were uh, that horrible uh, period we went through where HIV was, was so um, uh, impactful and uh, devastating that it affected uh, the business in Laguna and, and it affected a lot of attitudes about uh, these establishments, I feel. That's my opinion. And then, uh, then I won't take it further than that, but then um, uh, a lot of attitudes also embraced more recently uh, the LGBT culture in, in all establishments and became more acceptable. So that kind of, I guess, diminished uh, the value of having so many so many LGBTQ-oriented establishments, and but there is a happy medium, and I think the pendulum needs to swing to a center point at this point. And so the question was put to me: Why, uh, why does is why do people feel it's important that there should be a um, restaurant, club, bar in Laguna Beach that is more LGBTQ-focused? And I thought, well, I need to I need to have a good answer for that because I do feel it's important, and why. Why, because I think there's many people that feel that that is important, but why do we feel that? You know, that's that's a valid, good question. Why do we feel that that is important? So I, because I feel that's important too. So um, I'm going to, I wrote a, a short piece here and I'm going to share it with you because I think it's relevant. And um, I will post it on Rainbow Radio's page Uh but I'm going to go through it here right now, real, real quickly for everyone. Uh, and this is my response. It's about a home. And with that, it's about a family. And um, I feel that uh, more often those in the LGBTQ community may not have had a strong home. And the blessings of a healthy and loving family experience by the nature of who they are, uh, by, let's say, their condition. And you know what I'm saying, uh, that they often reach out and find a home, uh, and often that to find a home, and often that is a gathering place of others who may be cut from a similar cloth. In other words, their given home is not very much a home, and because, because of their being LGBTQ. And so often, I think it's a club or a restaurant is where their family and their own I guess described family gathers and it's been so very important for so many years. And for many decades, it's been a safe Haven where they, where you can truly be yourself, where you can laugh, have fun, speak freely, hold hands with the one you love without fear of retribution. And for many, it's been a positive diversion. One that I think subverts the debilitating thoughts about suicide provokes a long lost smile some laughter, incites a little dancing, and presents an opportunity to have a family of sorts that fills the missing need in our hearts, a need of belonging and friendship. I think that's what happens, and that's why they're important. Just, uh, and let me go on a little bit further with this. It was just a few years ago at Thanksgiving dinner at a home of a dear friend of mine. I was asked to offer some words before we began our meal. And I distinctly remember looking around the dinner table at our small gathering of friends and truly feeling that I was blessed. But I quickly realized that all of my friends that, uh, that were just friends at the table, that the, gather, the group that gathered did not have any of my immediate family members, like is tradition for Thanksgiving, nor did any of the immediate family, my friends have any of their immediate family members with them. I had an epiphany and realized that for me and for many in the LGBT community, community, that many too often may not have their family present, but we also have many friends. And perhaps the greatest blessing is that we can't have a family of friends in the absence of our family. And, uh, Friends that we feel so endeared to love and indeed have become our family in so many ways. And I think this happens often. In this home on Thanksgiving, I was truly blessed with my family of friends. And I said so with a few well-chosen words to my dear and teary-eyed loving friends, my family. So therein is the answer. It's being in a home and in the presence of others, a home that brings a family of friends together, a special home that understands the importance of a family and sharing a life's similar experiences, and the understanding of many intimacies many intimacies of a culture. It's less about a brick and mortar of a bar, club, or restaurant, and more about a home and the friends that would bring it together a home that is shared and inclusive for everyone, but it is a home with the laughter of friends and family, not just somewhere to visit as a guest. That is what a gay bar represents to so many in the LGBT community. That is why it's so important. Um, What can I say? So my hope is that I can be a part of what, Uh, helps to put um, a club, a restaurant, something together here in the near future in Laguna Beach once again. And I do think that there is an eager group that would enjoy it once again. Um, That has been quite evident by uh, the number of people that show up at LGBT at uh, Laguna Beach Pride events, quite evident when we had an event at the boom, when it we finally reopened it for a few days, and, and so I do think the audience is there, and uh, the audience is eager to have a home once again, like they did for so many years. So um, if you'd like to leave a comment or uh, offer um, some help, <laughs> uh, hey, I'm, I'm right there, <laughs> at Craig at rainbow-radio.com. Craig at rainbow-radio.com. Love to love to hear from you. So that's my thoughts today. Um, and I thought when I put that uh letter together that it was something that was appropriate for uh, my little rainbow radio program and uh something I could share with my listeners. Um and uh yeah and maybe maybe provoke. <laughs> Maybe provoke uh, a path forward. Uh, who knows? You know, I love being the optimist. I I love uh, thinking big, and uh, and sometimes these things just uh, uh, sometimes you 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 trip the right domino and it trips a bunch more. And uh, these things happen. So that's my hope. That's my optimism. <clears throat> On this bright early morning. But whatever you do, go to the Laguna Art Museum today. I'll be there. We can talk about it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to uh, jump ahead on this week in history because I want this next song. I want to play this next song uh, as part of it. Um, On June 22nd, on this day in uh, history, on this week, there's some notoriety In 1982, singer Johnny Mathis officially comes out, yes, in an interview in Us Magazine, saying, homosexuality is a way of life that I've grown accustomed to, he tells the magazine. What's the big deal about my sexuality, and what does it have to do with the art of making beautiful music? Boy, I couldn't agree more. And he has a lifetime of beautiful music. I think he's how old is he now? (laughs) He's like, um, born September, 1935. So, you know, he's no kid, but he is still entertaining. It is amazing. And I did see him a couple of years ago. Dear friend of mine bought me a ticket for my birthday as I'm not necessarily, um, a 19 year old, but for those out there who don't know him, he's kind of like the Bruno Mars of a former generation, you know, he sang love songs, fun love songs with a nice message. And, um, people were all a rage about him because he was cute and, um, had a message and, uh, kind of like Bruno, <laughs> I would say he was a Bruno Mars of his generation. And, um, so, uh, he, but, and he's, and he's, uh, still entertaining. He's still going on. Let's hope that Bruno Mars does, is the same, you know, it happens for him. Uh, and, and I, I appreciate that. So let's play one of his classic songs next and I'll be back on the other side of that. And we'll, uh, go through this whole week <laughs> in history. Right now. Hmm. Minimizing my mouth,
2: <laughs> look at me. I'm as helpless as a kitten up a tree, and I feel like I'm clinging cloud I can't understand I get misty just holding your hand walk my way and a thousand violins begin to play or it might be the sound Hello, that music I hear. I get misty the moment you're near. You can say that you're leaving. And too much
0: in love, look at
2: me.
1: Oh, yeah, too much in love. You Can you, is there such a thing as being too much in love? <laughs> I hope not. (laughs) Anyway, that is Johnny Mathis, and I I never tire of of his music, Uh, but that's just me. (laughs) There's a lot of new music, too. I don't, I'm not, but I have to step back once in a while. So, anyway, I digress. (laughs) Let's get back to on this day, on this day in history, back to today, uh, and in this day in history, this week, for this week, June 18th, In 1981, the so-called McDonald Amendment prohibiting Legal Services Corporation from assisting in any case which seeks to promote, defend, or protect homosexuality is passed by the U.S. House of Representatives 281 to 124. The measure was introduced by ardently homophobic Congressman Larry McDonald, a conservative Democrat from Georgia. Wow. That was in '81, isn't that lovely? I don't know why people have to spend so much of their energy being hateful. I mean, if they if, if they took all that hateful energy and put it on something constructive, just think how much better the world would be. And what does the hate accomplish? I mean, really, hate begets hate, begets hate. I don't, I don't get it. In 1980, uh, oh, in 1992, the soap opera. One Life to Live introduces the first openly gay teen character on American television when Billy Douglas, a high school student, tells his best friend, Joey Buchanan, that he is gay. Well, see, things moved right along from 81 to 92. Hmm. In 2003, the Canadian province of Ontario appeals court rules that the civil same-sex marriages will be recognized as valid by the government, making Canada the first country in the Americas to honor legal same-sex marriage. Did you know that? Canada, (laughs) the first country in Americas, and that includes us, (laughs) includes Mexico, South America, and all those others on this big, big continent in which we live. Moving along uh, this week in history on June 19th, in 1972, the first officially proclaimed Gay Pride Week decrees by the city council several weeks earlier get underway in Ann Arbor, Michigan. But we have our first Pride Month here in Laguna Beach proclaimed in, in 2017, just a few years ago. But that was this was 72. Wow. And 75... The American Medical Association approves a resolution recommending the repeal of state laws against consensual same-sex acts between adults. Well, the Americans, good on them. In 75, imagine that. Yeah. What do they hope to gain by making it illegal? I mean, all these laws that are... Uh, in 1995, in Hurley versus Irish American Gay, Lesbian, and Bisexual Group of Boston... That's a mouthful. The United States Supreme Court rules that private citizens organizing a public demonstration may legally exclude groups who impart a message that the private citizen does not wish to promote. The ruling allows organizers of Boston's annual St. Patrick's Day parade to exclude LGBT contingents. Really? couldn't march in the parade. I think that has changed somewhat since then, but certainly attitudes have changed. Uh, Moving along to June 20th in LGBTQ history, in 1980, oh I love this, the Sisters of Perpetual, sorry about that, The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence make their debut in the San Francisco's annual Gay Freedom Day parade. Actually, they've visited Laguna Beach. <laughs> I have heard. <laughs> oh, and this next one, I I watched this movie Can't Stop the Music. I thought it'd be fun. It's about the it's a it's a film biography of the village people, but boy was it anything but biographical. It was the uh, Well, Can't Stop the Music, a sanitized film biography, and let's emphasis on sanitized, uh, mm -hmm, of the village people directed by Nancy Walker opens nationwide. The advocate calls it thunderously bad. (laughs) I second that emotion. While the New York Times dismissed it as a mostly dead air, (laughs) no spontaneity, no variety, it, ex- it includes the now infamous line delivered by Valerie Perrine, the 70s are dead and gone. <laughs> the 80s are going to be something wonderfully new and different, and so am I. <laughs> it goes on to inspire John Wilson's, Wilson to create the Golden Raspberry Razzie Awards. Well, so bad. <laughs> you can watch it on YouTube if you really want to. In 2011, Dane County Judge Dan Moser rules that Wisconsin's domestic partner Regis- partnership registry, which offers limited benefits to registered partners does not violate the state's constitutional ban on same sex marriage. He finds that the state does not recognize domestic partnerships in a way that even remotely resembles how the state recognizes marriage. How about that Dean county? Where is that? That's 2011. Okay, moving on to June 21st. In 2004, Maine Governor uh, Jane Baldassi, I like that name, issues an executive order requiring businesses uh, contracting with the state not to discriminate on the basis of sexual orientation. Good on you, Maine Governor John Baldassi. D-A-C-C-I, Baldassi?
0: Hmm?
1: I probably pronounced, pronounced more Italian-like. Anyway, moving on. Oh, yeah, this is awful news. In 1969, I read about this in history, but way before me. In, <laughs> in June 22nd, um, gay icon Judy Garland dies of an overdose at the age of 47. I, that seems so young. Oh, my God. Four days later, on June 26th in 1969, her remains are taken by her fifth husband, Mickey Deans, to New York City, where an estimated 20,000 people lined up for hours at the Frank E. Campbell Funeral Chapel in Manhattan to pay their respects. Uh, Apoprical stores claim that it was grief over Garland's death that spurred the riots that took place in New York's Stonewall Inn the following night. But these rumors were unfounded and were spread by mainstream media at the time of as speculative justification why, of why homosexuals in the cities would riot. Hmm. Okay, and then in 1990, the Empire State Building is lit up by lavender lights for three days in honor of Gay Pride Week. Hmm, Empire State Building? (laughs) Well, that's clever. (laughs) Lavender. Um, What about rainbows? I guess that preceded, no, 1990, they could have done rainbows. (laughs) In uh, June, uh, in this day in history, in 1994, Alfred Kinsey, biologist and pioneer who studied uh, the study of human sexual Uh, Sexuality is born, oh, excuse me, 1894. Whoa. In 1912, and if you haven't seen the movie of this, Alan Turing, the father of modern computing and the breaker of the Nazi Enigma Code, is born. 40 years later, he is convicted of gross indecency by the government. He loyally served and dies by suicide two years after that. It's a tragic story. There's a short bio on YouTube about it, if you want to know, instead of watching the movie. It's more factual um, than the movie, but the movie's great, too. But, um, yeah, the attitudes certainly have changed, and the number of lives that he saved and the recognition he got was just uh, abysmal. Um, the recognition was abysmal, the, The lazy save was fantastic. Um, In 1952, after an unprecedented campaign that includes the use of flyers by a homophile, homophile group and extensive fundraising to pay legal fees, the Citizens Committee to Outlaw Entrapment declares a great victory in the case against Dale Jennings, who acknowledges his homosexuality but pleads innocent to charges of lewd and desolate behavior is dropped when the jury fails to reach a verdict after 36 hours of deliberation. Hmm. That's good. In 1976, the FBI confirms he's been keeping domestic surveillance files on The Advocate. Oh, that's a, a publication. You know, one of those, um, hmm alternative ones. In 2011, a Washington County, Maryland judge rules that no member of a same-sex couple legally married in Washington, D.C. may invoke special privileges and refuse to testify against her spouse in a criminal case. How about that? In uh, June 24, in uh, LGBTQ history, in 1970, New York City police arrested gay activists, Alliance members, Tom Doerr, Arthur Evans, Jim Owens, Rhea, Phil Rhea, and Marty Robinson for staging a sit-in in the headquarters of the Republican State Committee. The men who uh, wanted to protest their demands for fair employment practices in New York S- State, Governor Nelson Rockefeller became, <laughs> became known as the Rockefeller 5 mm. <laughs> In 1970, the film Myra Breckinridge, I watched that, starring Mae West and Raquel Welch, is based on Gore Vidal's uh, novel about transsexuality. It debuts in the United States. In 1973, upstairs lounge arson attacked, oh my God, in the French Quarter New Orleans, kills 32 members of the Metropolitan Community Church Congregation meeting. That was awful. They threw gasoline in the hallway that led up the stairs. And the doors were all locked, and they had nowhere to go. Um, in 1990, activists uh, associated with Queer Nations distribute a manifesto emblazoned on with the words, Queers Read This, at the New York City City's annual ce- Pride celebration, headlining I Hate Straights, and signed Anonymous Queers. The handout, Passages... The revitalized militancy among lesbians and gay activists. Oh, that's not very nice. (laughs) And the final drum roll. In 2011, New York State passes a law to allow same-sex marriage, becoming the sixth and largest state to do so. 2011. And this is 2022. So that would be, what, 11 years ago. How about that? On this day in LGBTQ history, we made it all the way through. (laughs) We haven't had one of those in quite a while. (laughs) So um, I am about out of time here. Amazing as that may seem. Uh, I don't. um, This is Craig on KXFM uh, 104.7 Rainbow Radio. I am going to be, where am I going to be today? I'm going to be at the Laguna Art Museum at 4 o'clock for a fabulous afternoon. And um, also, Fête de la Musique, it's uh, all over the city starting at noon. If you're into music, which I can't imagine if not being into music, especially if you're tuning into a radio station, (laughs) but I digress. Uh, the whole city is alive and thriving with music. It's free. There's food. And you, there's all kinds of music on every street corner. Go listen to one. Get tired of it. Go listen to another one. Uh, there's something for everyone. That's 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 about the size of it here in, in La- beautiful Laguna Beach, and it happens every year. And uh, about um, it's a it's a good crowd, a fun crowd, because after all, people that love music have are from a good common thread. So. And then at four o'clock, there's the um, panel. I've talked about history and there's a celebration at the Luna Art Museum. If you haven't been in the museum there lately, it's a wonderful space. And it's, it. the art is, new art is really fun. It's not stoic. It's not your conservative, boring, old masters of years ago. It's new fun stuff. It's very creative and very ingenious and and uh, there's some brilliant displays there at uh the art and don't don't even think museum, think art expression, art brilliance. Uh what other <laughs> so the Laguna Art Brilliance uh display. And anyway, I'll I'll rebrand them. I'll do my best. But uh they there's some really um, they have a paper Mache made grand piano. Uh Anyway, and and the art uh, reflects culture. Culture is uh, what is the bounty of life. And so meet there, have some culture, and meet your friends and uh, spend uh, till about 8 o'clock. And then it's dinner time. And enjoy a nice dinner somewhere in Laguna Beach. And then you had a full day and go home. Like I said, brain is full of culture. Your body's full of good food. And you've had the... Uh, The experience of some wonderful good friends and uh, what more would one want? The bounty of life all in one, all in one afternoon here in fabulous Laguna Beach. So I can't say more than that. Yes. Thank you for tuning in on KXFM 104.7. Craig here, Rainbow Radio. I'll be back next week with a whole new program. And um, we'll talk more about Laguna Beach Pride, which is coming up. uh, A full week of Pride is which like, looks like it's shaping up. Uh, which will start on uh, July 27th, it looks like going through August 7th. So that's quite a, quite a schedule, as they say, in, in jolly old England. Uh, again, thanks for tuning in. I'm going to take you out with a, with a fabulous song here. What is it? Oh, yeah, that's fabulous. It is. Okay, here we go. Again, thanks for tuning in. Uh, it's been a lovely after, uh, morning, and I'll catch you next week.